Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. Tijuana's migrant shelters are struggling to stay afloat. KPBS border reporter Gustavo Solis says a few things threaten their long-term future, declining donations and rising costs. Proyecto Salesino is a Tijuana institution. For 37 years, this free soup kitchen has fed between 800 and 1,000 people each day. And the organization's migrant shelters have given thousands of asylum seekers refuge on their way to the U.S., but now all that is at risk of shutting down. Si no podemos, sí, tenemos que cerrar con dolor en el corazón. Father Agustino Boa says that they lost a majority of donors during the pandemic, and the current recession has made everything much more expensive. Claudia Portela manages its programs. She says the migrant shelter for women and children would be the first to close. At this rate, they have enough cash on hand to keep the lights on for maybe another month. Muy poco. A lo máximo podremos aguantar quizás un mes más. Shelters throughout the city are in a similar situation. They've been overcrowded and underfunded since 2020. For the California Report, I'm Gustavo Solis in Tijuana. Now an update to a story we brought you yesterday. Temecula's conservative school board majority voted last night to fire District Superintendent Jody McClay. School board president Joseph Kamrowski made the announcement. In closed session, the Board of Trustees voted to terminate the employment contract of Superintendent Jody McClay, effective immediately. The board vote was three in favor, one against, one absent. Part of the agenda for the closed session was a performance review of McClay. The decision came as dozens of parents and teachers protested the school board's decision to ban a curriculum that mentioned slain gay rights leader Harvey Milk. Two of the conservative board members called Milk a pedophile, a baseless claim. That's led to some members of the community calling for the board members to be recalled. The State Department of Education is investigating the board's decision, as is Attorney General Rob Bonta. Hey, I'm Brian Stelter, and I hope you'll join me on Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. Every Thursday, I'm getting the inside take from the best reporters in the country on what figures like Elon Musk, Donald Trump, Kevin McCarthy, and Marjorie Taylor Greene are doing. I think she wants to make things happen. She wants to get legislation passed. She made clear to me that she wants to have a president who upholds Christian values. She embraces the term Christian nationalist. That's Inside the Hive from Vanity Fair. Available wherever you get your podcasts. A young correctional officer. He said it was the most dangerous prison in California. Forced to make a choice. Fulfill his oath or back his fellow officers. Recognize the badge of my office. I'm Suki Lewis. From KQED Podcasts comes On Our Watch Season 2, New Folsom. A story about who gets hurt when the system that promises to keep us safe is bent on protecting itself. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts. If your day has ever been interrupted by this sound... 
then you might be glad to hear that local and state officials are cracking down on the use of gas-powered gardening equipment like leaf blowers. But not everyone is thrilled about these changes. My California Report co-host Saul Gonzalez brings us this story. Go to just about any community gathering place in California, like this dog park in South Pasadena, and ask people about leaf blowers. You'll hear an earful, like what local Fred Stripe told me as he took a break from playing with his dog. It is a nightmare. There's never a time where there isn't a gas blower going somewhere, front, back, left, right, but it's awful. So this is part of like the soundtrack of your life? That's a perfect way to put it. Noise pollution is often the issue in the debate over using gas-powered gardening equipment instead of quieter alternatives, like battery-powered gear. But beyond noise pollution, there are air pollution concerns as well. According to state environmental regulators, gas-powered gardening equipment pumps upwards of 140 tons of pollutants into the air daily, and a single gas leaf blower can generate the same amount of pollution in one hour as a car being driven over a thousand miles. But there is a big change coming to the world of California landscaping and gardening on January 1st. That's when the state will ban the sale of new gardening equipment powered by gas engines. And even before that happens, a growing number of cities, including South Pasadena, are prohibiting the use of all gas-powered leaf blowers, old and new, backed up by fines of up to $500. California's commercial gardeners and landscape workers are not thrilled about these changes. As he works to clean a front yard in the city of Glendale, Alejandro, who doesn't want his last name used because he's undocumented, says his gas-powered leaf blower is essential to doing his work and supporting his family. It's more than a machine. When I tell Alejandro about the coming ban on the sale of new gas-powered leaf blowers in the state, he doesn't like it one bit. He says electric versions will mean longer work days as he looks for places to charge batteries while out on the job. Those views are echoed by Gilbert Frausto, who crisscrosses the LA area with his landscaping crew. Frausto worries about the cost to commercial gardeners of transitioning to battery powered gear. They're like $500 for a gas blower. Right now, if you buy a blower with the, the two batteries, it costs you close to $1,500, $2,000. So three to four times as much. Yes. To help commercial gardeners with the cost of transitioning to zero emission equipment, Southern California's Air Quality Management District has launched a voucher-based exchange program with participating retailers. Gardeners who qualify could see the cost of buying new zero emission equipment reduced by up to 85%. The old gas-powered equipment they turn in will be destroyed. Michael Cacciotti, the vice chair of the board of the AQMD, says gardeners who've made the change from gas to electric have been won over by the health benefits of working with quieter and cleaner equipment. When they first started, they were reluctant, as everybody is at first does a transition. But after several weeks or months, they all said, my God, I don't go home smelling like gas with my family. My ears aren't ringing every day. But like the transition to zero-emission cars and trucks, proponents of moving to electric yard and landscaping equipment acknowledge it will take a long time to do. That means this sound that we've all heard in our respective neighborhoods over the years probably won't end anytime soon. For the California Report, I'm Saul Gonzalez.
And that's the California Report for Wednesday, June 14th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Paint Care, now with more than 850 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. The James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. Parking at SFO is easy when you book online. You can choose dates and times in advance and secure the best rates to make your departure stress-free. Learn more at flysfo.com parking. Support for KQED Podcasts comes from Star One Credit Union, now offering real-time money movement with instant pay. Make transfers and payments instantly between financial institutions, online or through Star One's mobile app. Star One Credit Union, in your best interest. Hey, John Favreau here. There's no shortage of political takes in 2024, but quantity doesn't cut it. We need a better conversation about the latest biggest election of our lives. On Pod Save America, me and my co-host cut through the noise to help you figure out what matters and how you can help. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, Pod Save America is breaking down the political news that makes us laugh, cry, and snap our laptops in half. Expensive year for laptops. Make sure to check out new episodes of Pod Save America on your favorite podcast platform or our YouTube channel now.